What's happening, family? This big DJ on the check-in. And I got a question for the family. I'm eager to know, what is your take on black radio? What do you think about black radio? I just, um, see, when it's in, it's important to me that when I have questions, I just bring it to the family, right? And I'm asking the family to give me their take on urban black radio morning shows. What do you think of them? What do you think their purpose is? What do you think their value is? Right? Because too often to me, in my estimate, black urban radio morning shows have become minstrel audio shows. I I just can't see the value in them at all. Family, I cannot see the value in the Black Talk Radio Morning Show. I don't care what market I listen to. I don't care if the market comes out of the Midwest, East Coast, the South, the West Coast. The format is it's all the same. Right? And sometimes if I see things and it look like it's it's becoming trendy. And I see it, I normally bring it to the family first to make sure I'm not tripping that I really see what I think I'm seeing. The morning show, the 6 to 10 slot, what's your view on that, right? You know, before we start talking about black radio, morning the most important meal of the day is breakfast, right? This is what we're taught. You make a skip lunch. You make a skip dinner. But it's important to begin the day off with a good breakfast, right? You ever heard of that? Good breakfast, right? Something good, you know, a good resource to put in your body. Not any old kind of breakfast. Start the day off with a little meditation, a little something to eat. You're ready to tackle the issues of that day or the challenges of that day. But let's say, for instance, family, that we wake up every morning and for breakfast, physically, we eat chitlins and a slice of toast. Every morning, this is our this is our breakfast as black Americans. We wake up every morning, don't eat, even though we eat that hog. I'm not saying we eat a slice of ham and Sausage and eggs. and I'm saying we eat chitlins. This is the worst part of the pig. Chitlins and a slice of toast every morning. Physically. What do you think is going to be the outcome? Is it going to be negative? Is it going to be positive? After maybe a couple of years have passed or maybe five years down the line or 10 years down the line. If you continue to take this junk into your body every day for breakfast. What do you think the outcome is going to be? In terms of spiritual food, you don't in, you don't intake spiritual food through your mouth, but you do so through your eyes, 
your ears, and your nose. These are the gates to your mind. Right? These are the gates to your mind. Now, when it comes to that nasal passage, though, that sense of smell, there's no argument there. There's no discernment there. When you smell something, you know it ain't right. You just That's something that you don't argue with yourself. When you smell something, you go into a restaurant or certain homes and places and buildings. If something is not right, that smell, that's not compromising. You know right off the nah, something is wrong with this here. I can smell it. It doesn't smell right. I can't eat this. It doesn't smell right. But when it comes to your eyes and your ears sometimes, family, you can kind of be tricked a little bit because you can see, but somebody can make you think you didn't see what you saw. You can hear things, but somebody can make you think that you didn't even hear what you actually heard. Before we talk about black radio, let's have a conversation just on the radio business in general. Let's just talk about radio in general, right? When we take a look at mainstream radio, morning shows, talk radio, right? We're talking about the dominant culture at this point. The majority culture at this point, right? This particular population. Their morning shows, I just wanted to see what the numbers looked like. What's popular with these people, right? I just want to take a look. When we look at their morning shows, if you can see the slide in front of me, on the far right, that's the weekly number of listeners. 13 million listeners listen to the morning show, and that program is Morning Edition. It's a news magazine show, NPR, news magazine. Then we go further down, we see... The BBC World Service Show. Then we see the Glenn Beck Show. Then we see the Mike Gallagher Show. These are conservative shows, right? Then we see the Hugh Hewitt Show. Then we see the Savage Nation. Then we're going into the midday. So we see the majority population, they're beginning their day off with substance. And then a lot of the substance that they're beginning the day off with is, is conservative, right? This is, the, this is what they're having for breakfast. I'm talking about spiritual breakfast that's coming through their ears. They're beginning their morning off listening to conservative shows. And then they go into the midday, which is lunch. And then you see for what? Let me blow it up for you. You see when they go into lunch, they have what? The Rush Limbaugh show. The Dave Ramsey show, which is financial talk. The Dana show. The T. Hartman show. They have a lot of conservative meals throughout the day. What is a what is conservative talk, family? What is conservative talk? For entertainment, the majority culture, the majority population, see, in their talk radio entertainment, they are reinforcing values. Conservative values. What does this mean? The Second Amendment. The right to bear arms, right? They're pushing this value through their form of entertainment. Through the audio media. Through the radio. They're pushing this value. They're pushing traditional marriage, meaning 
a man and woman together, right? They're pushing strong military. They're pushing small government. They're pushing less taxes. This is what they're pushing. This is their value system. These are conservative values. Through the form of entertainment, they're strengthening their values. Conservative shows, right? Okay, cool. Let's take a look and see who's at the top of the hill. And the morning talk shows going into midday as we relate to the majority culture, right? We can see that Sean Hannity's at the top of the hill, right? Then Rush Limbaugh underneath him, Dave Ramsey, Mark Levin, right? Howard Stern, Joe Madison, Brian, Tom Hartman, Mike Gallagher, and Glenn Beck. We just seen these, some of these names that's on the top 10 on the higher listening chart that was broke down weekly on the other slide. Now, there's a few rising stars that's not on here. Right? You got like Ben Shapiro. He's not on here. His show is not on here. He have a big audience. You got uh, Larry Elder. He's a conservative. He's not on here. Right? You got our brother from Atlanta, Herman Cain. He has his own radio show. He has a big audience. He's not on here. But these are shows that the majority culture are listening to from the morning to the midday. They're strengthening through radio their value system one to another, right? And you can see out of the top 10, it's the breakdown. Six conservatives, right? Two liberals slash moderate hosts. One financial expert, that's uh, D, D. Ramsey. And then they got one comedian. So out of that top 10, they're listening to, at the majority level, Values. Whether you agree with them or not, they're listening to a set of values that's going to strengthen them in their walk, right? Now, let's take a look at what black urban media morning shows look like. All right, family. So now we have the slide up. And these are the top black urban radio morning shows in the country. With the exception of, uh, I believe I left off uh, the Rick and Sasha morning show. Because sometimes they have the transition between midday and morning show. But the rest of them we got, family. So we're going to have a conversation about what we do have. Because, because these are the shows most listened to by the black community in the morning show slot. Which represents the 6 in the morning to 10 in the morning slot. We have the Tom Joyner morning show. We got the Ricky Smiley morning show. We have the Joe Claire morning show. Steve Harvey morning show. Then we have the Breakfast Club. The Nick Cannon morning show. The Russ Parr morning show. Sway in the morning. Charity begins at home. So we got the Foolish and Big show out of Detroit, right? And there's one that's going to be added to the list. It looks like it's... Uh, it's having a pretty good run so far. Trina and Trick Daddy, they have just been awarded a morning show out of that market in Florida, right? So when we take a look at what our community is listening to every morning, what's the value in it, family? What is the value 
in the Black Urban Radio Morning Show. What's the value? Because, of course, spiritually, as far as energy is concerned, you wake up, right, by God's grace. You do some meditation. You eat a good breakfast. You get in the car. You're about to take yourself to work or your child to school or yourself to school or your nephew, whatever the case may be. You're on the verge of doing something progressive. And then you turn on this radio show. What is the value? What are you learning? What is the value system that black radio shows in the morning are instilling and driving into our community? What's the value system? Because we know many of these guys are Democrats, right? Many of these guys are liberals. Many of these guys are Christian. Many of these guys are both. <laughs> which is which is really weird because it's impossible, family, for you to be a Christian and a Democrat at the same time. The value system don't even mix. But that's a different story for a different day. Right? That's a different story for a different day. But I'll say it again before I move on. Family, you cannot be a Christian and a Democrat at the same time. Those value systems do not mix. They do not mix. All right? But let's go back to the Black Morning Show. Like, what's the value system? I tried to listen to Tom Joyner. There's no value. He always talking about some type of cruise or some shit going on. I, I could never get into it. He had two comedians on staff. And that's going to be the reoccurring theme with a black morning show. See, the powers that be, they make sure that they always keep a comedian in a position where we can be underneath the sound of his voice. A comedian now. So when you look for our morning shows, we don't have a Dave Ramsey. We don't have a financial guru that's a black man that gets on the most popular radio station every morning in the inner city and give us game about how to make money. We don't have that. See, we have comedians that we hear and we underneath the sound of their voice every morning from 6 to 10. Comedians now. What type of breakfast is this for you to take in every morning spiritually, every morning? Family, I'm going to make a comment. And my intentions is not to disrespect anybody. You have to be on a certain frequency to listen to these type of morning shows every day. Because sometimes our people, they don't know when they're being insulted. I'm going to give you an example, right? The Ricky Smiley morning show is buffoonery. Every single morning. But Ricky Smiley have a college background. That doesn't translate with his audience, though. Foolishness. Gossip. Coming from the male principle, the male energy. The Joe Cleasy show, the Steve Harvey morning show. Steve is in his 60s, family. When I sit with the old timers at the bar and we having a cold one. The conversation I'm having with them and the conversation that Steve Harvey is having on this morning show, it's not even the same energy. It's not even on the same frequency, man. Them folks at the bar, they on some grown man shit. 
Yo, let me uh let me let me give you guys a story. I listen to the Steve Harvey morning show maybe like once every six months, right? Maybe six months ago I'm listening to the show. He had a co-host. Name of one of his co-hosts is Nephew Tommy, right? Nephew Tommy, he'd get up on the show, just like maybe like I say, like six, seven months ago. And um nephew Tommy's doing a prank phone call. But remember what I said earlier, black folks don't know when they even being insulted. So I'm like, cool, I, he, I listen to the little phone call or whatever. So I, months go by, fast forward, six months later, I'm in the car going somewhere, I'm listening to the show again. Nephew Tommy, he's, I guess he has a segment, he kind of like always do these prank phone calls. Now, the problem I have with that is this. I don't have an issue with how the man display his talent because that's his skill set as a comedian. But to see a 52 year old man have a prank phone call skit that he repeatedly does. I don't I don't see the value in that. You 52 years old, brother, you playing on the phone. You have the attention of an audience between 35 and 60 years old. And sometimes the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The audience go as uh, low as to 28 years old up to 60. And you're entertaining your audience by playing on the phone as a 50-year-old man. But your audience have to be at a certain frequency to think that this shit is funny. To be, in, be, to be entertained by a 50-something-year-old man playing on the phone. Your audience have to be at a certain frequency to do that. That shit funny to you? I mean, I can expect a college kid fresh out of one of our great HBCUs, Mary Bethune, FAMU, Alabama State, Fairville State University somewhere, just getting their feet wet in the game. You know, they got a radio show. I can expect them to be silly like that, making prank phone calls, because we know that's something that teenagers do. Kids do that. I don't even, I don't even know if kids even do that anymore. But to see a 50-year-old man do shit like that, that's the level of his audience. That's funny to you. We listen to the Breakfast Club. We listen to Big Boy. He has a morning show out of Los Angeles, right? He got a large following. I wasn't able to put him on the slide. We have Sway in the morning. They make a living off introducing adults and babies to copious amounts of rap interviews. And sometimes you wish in your soul and your spirit, you say, one day they're going to run out of rappers to talk about. And they're going to have to bring some brothers with a PhD on. And you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, let the radio tell it. Dr. Umar Johnson is the only pro-black brother with a PhD that can get people attention. That's hog shit. Our community is full of Dr. Umar Johnsons out there that stand for their people. But they can't get on the radio because we're too busy in black morning show radio and urban radio playing the story of rappers, man. But see, this is why the powers that be does that, because it works. You ever heard that in business? In business, they say if it's not broke, you don't fix it. What is working so well with this urban format? That the powers that be is going to keep it that way. Because you know what? You couldn't do that to that community. 
the majority community, they don't want to hear comedians all day, every day on a because we see when we look at the numbers, the most popular shows is people that's talking to them with some sense, man. We are addicted to listening to people with no sense. Dio Hughley come in on the midday and he somehow became a political analyst for black folks. How did this happen? He's a comedian. Why are we? And this is no diss to Steve Harvey. Why are we listening to a comedian for relationship advice? We in bad shape, family. Family, we in bad shape, man. I just, jeez. <laughs> family, let me know what you think, man. Am I bugging? What is the value in black urban morning shows to our community? I can't remember the last time where I heard one of these black morning shows give me some breaking information. Give me some breaking news. Put me on some game about anything. No value at all. No, this is what trades program is going on. This is what's coming down the pipeline. Make sure your children are interested in this. You know, uh, this is going to be the industry for the future. Make sure your kids are aware of this. Again, like I said earlier, Trick Daddy and Trina out of the Florida market in Miami just was awarded a morning show. What is going to be the value of a morning show? Hey, I'm gone, man. Peace and black power, family. I... Man, them folks is, hey man, they got a saying, you know, they got a, they got a saying about the wise. They saying them folks is playing chess, not checkers. <laughs> Family, we got to start playing chess. We, we too far behind the curve to be waking up every morning from 6 to 10 listening to some jokes. Peace and black power, man. Until next time, and it's Big DJ, man. I just... I'm going to holler back at the family, man. Peace, family. I'll get it with you later. Peace.